The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash career slash USBP. This is the American Veteran Show. Proud to finally say these two words. Welcome home. Dedicated to those who have worn the uniform. Tremendous national asset. Dedicated to our active duty men and women. They came not as conquerors, but as liberators. Dedicated to presenting issues, topics, and interviews highlighting their commitment to our country. I want to thank the courageous men and women who've served their country in uniform. Less than 1% of the population of our country chooses to serve our country in the military. And the other 99% of us, we owe them. Online at AmericanVeteranShow.com. Here's Stephen Tubbs. Welcome to this week's edition of the American Veteran Show, which is a special Thanksgiving holiday edition. Coming up on the program, we'll hear even as recently as just this past week, a president of the United States visiting military and their families, both here at home and overseas, around the Thanksgiving holiday. You'll hear also President Biden pardoning two turkeys this past week. You'll hear from the great communicator, Ronald Reagan, ahead, as well as Donald Trump and a few more surprises as we get the show underway. We couldn't do a program like this without our presenting sponsor, attorney John Boson and his team. Certainly wish you a happy holiday season. If you are a veteran and you have issues with Agent Orange fighting the VA, perhaps you were at Camp Lejeune, Get in touch with John Boson today at 303-999-9999. And, of course, online, bosonlaw.com. That's B-O-E-S-E-N law, bosonlaw.com. We'll take a look at the Thanksgiving and presidential activity coming up pretty much the rest of the program. However, we want to send our heartfelt thoughts and prayers, as cliche as that is, to those impacted at the most recent Colorado mass shooting at Club Q in Colorado Springs. And perhaps by now you know that one of the reasons why the massacre that left five dead was not even deadlier was because of a United States veteran. Here he tells his story in his own words, and God bless this man and the friends and family of those impacted by this tragedy last weekend. I just knew I got into mode and I needed to save my family. And that family was, at that time, everybody in that room. Um, and that's what I, I, I was trained to do. I saw him and I went and got him. And when I pulled him down, I, 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 I told him I was hitting him. I, I want to kill you, guy. I'm going to kill Excuse me. Sorry. I'm going to kill you. You tried. You, he, killed, he killed a family member. I... I I'm an emotional guy, but I also, you know, I, I try not to be that, you know. Um, I try to be strong for my family. Um, I, 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 I try to save people, and I didn't work for five, okay? There's five people that aren't home right now. And I, I thank God, and it's Thanksgiving. I went through this at Thanksgiving in Iraq, man. We lost the dudes. I, I don't know what else to do. I, I, I really hope people kind of use this and, and shake someone's hand, give someone a hug, give them a kiss. I, these are good people, man. These were all kids, but they were this the guy uh, Joshua, uh, who was dancing with my daughter, my wife, and Joanne. He grabbed my daughter and they went and hid. He saved my daughter's life, man. 
I, I couldn't ask for anything more. Um, I wish I could have done it for, 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 I don't know. I don't even know if it's wish I could have for, I just did what I had to do, okay? Um, I know I'm not professional. I'm just, look. <laughs> I, 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 I served my nation for 15 years and it, it did a lot of things to me and my family, okay? I'm not retired. I didn't retire. I, I was done. I was broken physically and, and, and just couldn't do it anymore. So I'm proud of that. And I still work at Carson with soldiers because soldiers, to me, are, are genuine. They, they, they do this for themselves, okay? And, and their families and their brothers and sisters. And that's, that's what I do it for my brother, my, my little girl and my, my wife. I don't know, guys. Um, so, so that said, uh, uh, I, I want those five families to know that's all I care about. I want those that are in the hospital right now get better. Please get better. I, I, when we went out to see a show and have a good time, and thank God Raymond was smiling and was dancing with my kid, and my daughter got to spend her last day with him. And. That community, I love that community. We rode our brewery. We, we're the only ones to do the, the parade. The, 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 the. I said I was going to speak Spanish, huh? Yeah. yeah. Por favor. No, no, no me puedo hablar bien. Soy pocho. Soy pocho. Soy pocho. Soy pocho. Hey, mira, soy americano. Okay? Como, como los tigres, right? Soy americano. I, 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 I try and be who I am. And I'm, I am not a, a, a perfect guy, I'm very flawed, okay? You'll, for you guys that probably Google me and my wife, you see me doing all kinds of crazy stuff, have at it. I'm an open book. Uh, every, my, this morning, what was nice with the New York Times thing was my buddy, uh, Mike, had come to bring my daughter her wheelchair. Um, and, and I was able to talk with another vet, a guy I sit with every day. Um, and I told him the story, and me and him were just trading. That was our story. We've done this many times. I, I haven't done it many times. Take it back. There's, there's more heroes, not me. Um, but when I was in, we would trade stories with people. That's how you get over it. I, I, I told uh, my daughter and my wife on the way home, I said, you know, when we're downrange, you get told, or uh, I used to tell my soldiers, let's go. we got to get on the next patrol. Let's go. Get out there. Nobody in that building is going to be able to do a next patrol. They got to live with this until they're, until they're able to deal with it. I feel for every single person in that room. I feel no joy. I'm not happy. I'm not excited. That guy is still alive, and my, my family is not. I tried. I tried to finish him. I don't know. Maybe he's still in the hospital. I don't know where he's at. Don't care. But me and my daughter. We, 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 we're a team, okay? So you'll see that. Uh, you'll see it on our Facebook. She's, and she's, her and my wife are, are brewers. And now on top of, on top of this shit, her, her knees broke, so then I ain't got a brewer, you know? And that's my daughter. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. Mira, uh, uh, tiene familia en, en San Diego, ¿ok? Uh, mi, 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 la tata de mi esposa, uh, que iba a hablar con mi vida. 
So I tried to learn, okay? When I was a kid, I never learned, and and I didn't. And so I never was able to talk to my father. And I think that he was, you know, protecting my daughter. We did a whole Dia de los Muertos, and we, 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 used to, we celebrated the, the folks that, that are no longer with us at the brewery, with the community, with everyone. Um, eso es mi vida, okay? Soy americano, soy chicano, soy mexicano. Um, I, I told my, 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 my mother-in-law, she got, she got breast cancer, and, and it was our thing. Me and my brother would like to go to the fights. And, and we were always, I always tell her, como canelo, fights, okay? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it was the right thing to do. I don't know what. I just did it. His name, Richard Fierro. As you heard, 15 years, United States Army, and he still does work, even to this day, at Fort Carson. The entire community of Colorado Springs, Colorado in general, we all owe this Army veteran a huge debt of gratitude, not only for his service and sacrifice, but for his actions last weekend at Club Q. When we come back, we will have a look at presidents meeting with active duty veterans, both here and abroad, around Thanksgiving. You'll hear from President Biden from as recently as this past week, as well as former Presidents Trump and Ronald Reagan, maybe a couple of more as well. Glad you're with us on this holiday special Thanksgiving edition. I'm Stephen Tubbs. This is the American Veteran Show, AmericanVeteranShow.com. Now, back to the American Veteran Show. Here's Stephen Tubbs. We continue the American Veteran Show on this special Thanksgiving holiday weekend. Hopefully you have had a wonderful time with friends and family. And truly, we all give thanks to our veterans and our active duty military. Coming up, we'll hear about turkey pardons. But first... President and First Lady, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Joe Biden, were in North Carolina this past week with military families from the United States Marine Corps. Here's just a bit of his address to those families around mealtime. It's an honor for Jill and I to be here. You know, uh, we, uh, we've had, we, the reason we came is the chef's not bad. You know, we've, we've had a lot of meals with him in the past. Thank you. Thanks for all you do. You know, uh, to be here with the... Uh, with the Marines and sailors of the Second Marine Expeditionary Force, is a great honor. You know, I've gotten to see you all in the mountains of, and I mean this sincerely, mountains of Bosnia. I've seen you in Iraq. I've seen you in Afghanistan, and you're incredible. The American people have no idea the sacrifices you're making. One percent, one percent of you represents 99 percent of the public. You're all volunteers. You all just show up. And they're always there for, and we haven't, I used to get in trouble for saying when I was a senator, America has a lot of responsibilities, but only one sacred responsibility. And I mean this sincerely, from the bottom of my heart. It is that, that is to equip those we send into harm's way and care for them and their families when they come home. Because as I said, you represent 1% of the population. You defend the rest of us. You are the, you are the backbone, the sinew, the spine of the country. And you really are. And uh, so I just want to came, we wanted to come and tell you how much we appreciate all you've done. And you know, John Milton, the famous poet, said, they also, stand, they also serve who only stand and wait. 
your mothers, your fathers, your husbands, your wives, many times they're not able to be with you like now for many of you. And they're serving too. Remember when our son Bo was in Kosovo for six months as a U.S. attorney and then he volunteered to head to Iraq for a year. And every morning I get up before before Jill, my wife's a teacher. She'd get she's up earlier than me. She'd be out of the out of the house by seven o'clock. I'd walk into the kitchen. She'd be with her coffee, standing over standing over the sink, saying a prayer, just saying a prayer every single day. Because your parents, when you're deployed, they don't know. Their spouses don't know for sure. Every single day, they worry about you. Every single moment. And so we owe them too. We owe them a big debt of gratitude. And the other thing is, you know, one of the things that people don't understand and they until they run into you is you are literally, not figuratively, the greatest fighting force, the best fighting force in the history of the world. That's not hyperbole. In the history of the world, it's not a joke. And you really are an incredible group of women and men. And again, I want to thank the spouses as well because they put up with an awful lot of your, because of your service. And a lot of those empty tables. I don't know how many birthdays uh, you've had. There's been an empty chair back at your home with your parents looking at that chair, wondering, are you all right, especially if you're deployed. So anyway, thank you, thank you, thank you for all you've done. By the way, I'm serving mashed potatoes, so come to my place. I'm all kidding aside. Thank you for everything you've done. And, you know, there's a, there's a, a lot, a lot the rest of I, I travel the world a lot. Because as before this as vice president, before that as chairman of the Foreign Relations Committee. And no one, no one in the world misunderstands your competence. No one in the world misunderstands that you are the finest fighting force in the world. That is not a joke. That's the God's truth. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And I hope you have a great Thanksgiving and a good Christmas. God bless you all. Thank you. From North Carolina, the president and first lady just this past week. Also, just a few days ago, presidential turkey pardon. Well, it happened again at the White House. It's tradition. We'll get a little bit more into the history of it straight ahead. But uh, Joe Biden was Joe Biden. Let's just say that. First of all, the votes are in. They've been counted and verified. There's no ballot stuffing. There's no foul play. The only red wave this season is going to be a German Shepherd commander knocks over the cranberry sauce on our table. That will cause, they are big turkeys, aren't they? My fellow Americans, please welcome the 2022 National Thanksgiving turkeys, chocolate and chip. I tell you what, man. They can go wherever they want. Of course, chocolate... Is my favorite chocolate is my favorite ice cream. So I, but I could have, we could have named them chips and science. But anyway, it would have been good names as well. But chocolate chip weighs 46 pounds, and I'm told he loves catching sun on the Outer Banks. And uh, Chip weighs 47, and he loves barbecue and basketball. I'm told. Uh, after receiving their presidential pardons today, Chocolate and Chip are going to head to one of the nation's great basketball schools and research universities, North Carolina State. Now, when we told them they were joining the Wolf Pack, they got a little scared. Uh, but then we explained it was just a mascot for the school, as one of the nation's best poultry science departments in the country. And now, based on their temperament and commitment to being productive members of society, I hereby pardon. I hereby pardon. Yes. 
I hereby pardon chocolate and chip. Which one's chocolate? Who's chip? This is chocolate. This chocolate, your pardon, and so are you, Chip. Chip says, I know, I'm, I don't even have to be told. Well, honey, why don't we put them on the table? Can we do that? You can do that. That's a big bird, man. We have more chickens than anybody in the nation in Delaware, but we don't have turkeys. Now, this is chocolate, right? It is. Chocolate, you are pardoned. You are part. He said, you had to tell me that? Yeah. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I'm serious. He said, I don't know, man. You didn't have to pardon me. I knew I was pardoned. Long live those turkeys. Uh, but how did this whole thing start? Presidential pardons. This from the PBS NewsHour just a couple of days ago as well. Turkey is infrastructure. Peanut butter and jelly are going to help build back the butterball. This tradition has happened every November for the past quarter century. But there are some, let's say, ruffled feathers about how it all got started. President Truman was the first president to pardon a turkey. Nope, not true. Truman was the first president to receive a turkey from the National Turkey Federation, but there's no record of a pardon. According to the White House Historical Association, Truman instead quipped that the birds would come in handy for Christmas dinner. So who was the first president to save a turkey? Lincoln is the first on record. After the appeal of his young son, Tad, the Christmas turkey became a pet. President John F. Kennedy was the first to spare a Thanksgiving bird. In 1963, despite a sign hanging around the turkey's neck that read, Good eating, Mr. President, Kennedy sent the gobbler back to the farm. Richard Nixon followed, retiring his turkeys to a nearby petting zoo. Ronald Reagan carved out a spot in history himself by being the first to use the word pardon when talking turkey in 1987. The tradition became formalized in 1989 with President George H.W. Bush. Let me assure you and this fine Tom Turkey that he will not end up on anyone's dinner table, not this guy. The event has become a centerpiece of White House holiday tradition. This is the eighth I've had the privilege to meet and set free in the Rose Garden. <laughs> Some birds have more flair than others, like Jerry the turkey, who sported a White House pass around his neck in 2000. And some years add more fun, like in 2004, when the George W. Bush White House let online voters choose the turkey's names. This is an election year, and Biscuits had to earn his spot at the White House. Biscuits and his running mate, Gravy, prevailed over the ticket of patience and fortitude. The tradition adjusts to the times. Last year, President Donald Trump pardoned corn and cob at a time when the pandemic kept most families apart for Thanksgiving. The president offered hope for a reprieve from disease. We give thanks for the vaccines and therapies that will soon end the pandemic. In contrast, this year's event, post-vaccine, featured a live jam band, a spread-out crowd, toasts, and puns about booster shots. Yes, instead of getting... Based it, these two turkeys are getting boosted. <laughs> All Peanut Butter and his wingman Jelly know is that their journey from a farm in Jasper, Indiana, won't end in an oven or fryer this Thanksgiving. They're heading back to the Hoosier State to be academics, or at least near academics, living out their days at Purdue University. Something I didn't know. Maybe you're learning something as well on this Thanksgiving holiday edition of the American Veteran Show. When we come back, you'll hear from President Trump, who in 2020 
made a surprise visit to U.S. troops in Afghanistan. We'll have that, and we wrap up the program with a Thanksgiving message from President Reagan many years ago, but still so poignant as we have this holiday program right here on the American Veteran Show, AmericanVeteranShow.com. Welcome back to the American Veteran Show. We continue now with Stephan Tubbs. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Hopefully it has been a stress-free one, uh, one that we can pause, really, in such a busy time and a busy life and a busy world we all live in uh, to just give thanks. So we appreciate you most certainly. Anytime you give us here on the program, don't forget our website, AmericanVeteranShow.com, and social media, AmVet Show, A-M-V-E-T Show, AmVet Show on Facebook and Twitter. Coming up in our next segment and final one, you'll hear from President Reagan years ago addressing troops around Thanksgiving. But just two years ago, President Trump made a surprise visit to troops in Afghanistan. There's nowhere I'd rather celebrate this Thanksgiving than right here with the toughest, strongest, best and bravest warriors on the face of the earth. You are indeed that. You know, uh, when I took office, you can believe it, almost three years ago, we were uh, very depleted. Our military was depleted in terms of equipment, you see, right? They were all shaking their heads, that's right. We have all those brand new planes and brand new helicopters and brand new ships being built now, brand new incredible submarines, probably the most powerful submarines, probably the most powerful weapon in the world is what we're building the form of submarines. Nobody's, nothing's even close. But we have things that nobody's seen, nobody's heard about, and we'll keep it that way. But we've spent two and a half trillion dollars, very close to that number, and uh, very shortly it'll be at two and a half trillion dollars. And while I don't love that, you know, what that does to my budget, because I'm a budget person, uh, we don't have a strong military budget, so matter much, do they? Huh? I gonna have to worry about budgets. So with what's going on in the world today, very important, two and a half trillion dollars. And nobody uh, beats our great Army, Navy, Air Force, Coast Guard, Marines. And we think soon we're going to be adding a thing called space. You know about that, right? Space. We're going to have space covered very well. We're covering it now, but we have to cover it to a much greater extent. And you'll be hearing about that in the coming days and weeks. I've just come from serving Thanksgiving dinner to some of you. I recognize already some of you in the audience and with General Milley and the folks. And we had a good time. I then got down. I sat down. I had a gorgeous piece of turkey. And I was all set to go. And I had some of the mashed potatoes. And I had a bite of mashed potatoes. And I never got to the turkey because General Milley said, come on over, sir. Let's take some pictures. I never got to my turkey. It's the first time in Thanksgiving that I've never had anything called turkey. But that's okay. But it looked awfully good, I have to tell you that. I should have started with that instead of the mashed potatoes. I made a mistake. But I hope everyone enjoyed the fantastic meal. It certainly did look good. And hopefully everyone can get some well-deserved rest this holiday. Your family, they're home, and they love you so much. We flew 8,331 miles to be here tonight for one simple reason, to tell you in person that this Thanksgiving is a special Thanksgiving. We're doing so well. Our country is the strongest economically it's ever been. We have never done so well. We have the greatest economy anywhere in the world. So it's nice to know that you're fighting for something that 
is doing well as opposed to something that was not doing well just a number of years ago. Our stock markets reached the highest level ever in the history of the exchanges, all three. If you look, all three, uh, it's incredible. It's incredible what's happening. It just broke a record. I think it's close to 130 days, so we're less than three years. And 130 times we've broken the all-time record. And to me, that doesn't mean an all-time record. It means something different. It means jobs. It means 401ks. People come up to me with their 401ks. They say, sir, you've made me look like a genius. Thank you very much. You know, they're up 78%. They feel good. So I would just want to say that we thank God for your health and all of the things that you've done. You are very special people, and you don't even know how much the people of our country love and respect you. And they do. That's why I'm here. I'm just bringing the message. The courageous American warriors in Afghanistan and across the region are leading the fight to vanquish America's enemies and defeat forces of radical Islamic terrorism. I would say it so often during the campaign. That's what we're doing. Together, we're making tremendous progress. Just a few weeks ago, as you know, and as President Ghani mentioned, U.S. Special Forces brought the world's number one most wanted terrorist to justice when the president said more important than Osama bin Laden. I would say that, look, you know, different in a way. He was an organizer. Al-Baghdadi was an organizer. He was the founder of ISIS. He was the father, if you want to call him that, of ISIS. I think he wasn't so happy three weeks ago when he saw those incredible 67 men, in that case, just come pouring down onto where he was staying, and that didn't work out too good. And we have a new national hero. You know who that is, right? Conan. Conan is a new, is our new great hero. At and Conan was at the White House the other day. You might have seen it. And uh, it was something. But the animal known as al-Baghdadi, the founder, the leader of ISIS, the man that was trying to reinstitute ISIS because we've defeated, we have 100% of the ISIS caliphate in Syria is now ours. He is dead. His second is dead. His third, we have the sights on the third. I think the third doesn't want the job. The third is saying, you know what? Uh, maybe I'll go work at a store or something. But Baghdadi was a, a savage and soulless monster who raped, tortured, and slaughtered the innocent, including Many, many Americans, when you saw those folks, those great people in the orange jumpsuits, oftentimes standing on a beach with a thug behind him and a big knife, that was all al-Baghdadi, but he's gone. The American warriors hunted him down. They executed a masterful raid, and they punched his ticket to hell. That's what happened. Shortly after we got Baghdadi, we uh, focused on some other elements in the area. And we also started leaving the area because it's secure. But we didn't leave it totally. We kept the oil. Makes sense, right? I've been saying for a long time, keep the oil. Hate to say it. I used to say it with a place called Iraq, too. Keep the oil. They didn't listen to me. I was a civilian. They didn't listen. Now they have to listen. But we kept the oil. 
And we kept it, and we can help the Kurds, we can help our partners, we can have it developed. It's where they got their wealth, that's where they got their money. We kept it. So uh, we'll go back in when we have to as it arises, but 100 percent. We have thousands of prisoners. We'd like Europe to take those prisoners. They have not stepped up to the plate at all. Many come from France. Many come from Germany. They come from different countries in Europe. They have not stepped up to the plate. That's not good. We have to talk to them, John, because they should be taking those people back and trying them. And if we didn't do it, they'd go back to France and they'd go back to Germany and to UK and to all of all of the places where they came. That's where they want to go back. And they should take them. Weeks ago, we also announced that the um, forces are coming back. They're coming back home. We're reducing over here. But because of technology and all of the things that we have, we're able to reduce in Afghanistan, very substantially actually reduce, and do even more devastating attacks on the enemy. So that's part of the two and a half trillion that we have coming. Finest equipment in the world. We build the greatest equipment anywhere in the world by far. And we're selling that equipment now to many, many countries that are our allies. The enemies, we decide usually not to do it. History has said, don't sell the good equipment to the enemy. Our message to the bloodthirsty terrorists is clear. You will not escape your wretched fate because the long reach and the really awesome power of the United States military is unstoppable. We have the most powerful military in the world by far. There's nobody close. And we're going to keep it that way. We're going to keep it that way. From Thanksgiving 2020 at Bagram Airfield in Afghanistan, President Trump there with troops on Thanksgiving. We'll wrap up the program with a Thanksgiving visit by none other than President Reagan decades ago to troops as we thank our men and women 24 7 365 but especially as we all get to enjoy a thanksgiving this is the american veteran show americanveteranshow.com this is the american veteran show online at americanveteranshow.com here's stephan tubbs Welcome back as we wrap up this week's edition of the American Veteran Show with a look at Thanksgiving traditions for presidents. We certainly hope you've had a great weekend so far, and we'll be back next week with a new episode. We wrap up the program with Ronald Reagan. A couple of different pieces. We'll start with from May of 1987. Not exactly a Thanksgiving message, but at Camp David, President Ronald Reagan there, and here's how it went. Listen, I just appreciate the chance to say thanks to all of you for how easy you all make it for us when we come here and how much we enjoy coming here. But the things that you do, uh, we look forward to that Christmas tree every year that we find all decorated in the house and other things of that kind. And uh, we're very grateful, believe me. But now, I have to tell you a little story that'll explain what I'm going to say next. It was back in Caesar's time and they turned the Christians loose into the Colosseum and then loosed the hungry lions on them and the lions came roaring toward them and one man stepped out from the little huddle of people and said something quietly and the lions all laid down. Well, the crowd got mad. They weren't going to see any blood and they were very upset and Caesar was angry and he had him bring the man that had talked up to him. And he said, what did you say to the lions that made him act like that? He said, I just told him that after they ate, there'd be speeches. <laughs> and, uh, well, there won't be any speech, but I just thought 
won't keep you long here, but maybe sometime or other, when you're doing some of those nice things for us, you said, I'd like sometime if I had a chance to ask him. Well, go ahead. If you've ever thought of any questions you'd like to ask, uh, whatever it's about, fire away, and maybe uh, I won't do a monologue here. We'll have a dialogue. Just sing out anyone that's got a question. Honest. <laughs> I'm not in uniform. <laughs> I'm just a civilian. <laughs> no. You haven't thought of anyone that wasn't? Mark? No, no. <laughs> well, well, I haven't got any speech to make or anything. Commander, you got a question? Who's my favorite actor? <laughs> well, uh, years ago, from the standpoint of acting ability, my favorite actor was Spencer Tracy. I think he was one of the great actors of all time. Uh, from the standpoint of just admiring the guys, there are two of them that stand very high. And one of them is Jimmy Stewart, who's still around. And uh, the other one was Duke Wayne. I kind of liked uh, Duke's approach to life. And, uh, and he was just the way that you saw him on the screen. He was that way. He was a, he was a great guy. Jimmy Stewart. I little story. When I was campaigning in... 1980, Jimmy Stewart went out on the campaign trail with me. And he would introduce me at some of these fundraising banquets. But then he, in turn, of course, would first be introduced by the master of ceremonies, the local fella. And every time they'd introduce him as the great actor and everything that he was, and every time I would, when I, after Jimmy had introduced me, I would say to the man, if you don't mind, I would like these people to know also that in Hollywood we respect Jimmy Stewart because Jimmy Stewart is Major General Jimmy Stewart in the Air Force and was was uh, flying a B-17 in the, in the bombing runs over Hamburg in World War II. Well, one night, I, the, the MC did mention it and said, Brigadier General Jimmy Stewart. And uh, I got up and said, I'm, like, I'm sorry, but I have to correct you. It's Major General Jimmy Stewart. When we got back to the hotel that night, Jimmy said, uh, uh, Ron, uh, uh, that, that, that fellow w was right. It, it, it is Brigadier. He says, I, I just never cor corrected you before because it sounded so good. <laughs> Somebody else with a question? Now that we've broken the ice? I think we have one back here. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was great, and you had my very favorite food of all time macaroni and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was, it was great. Thank you. I'm, since I don't have as active a life anymore as these fellows do, though, I'm glad that I don't have an opportunity to get at that kind of, of food uh, every noon, sitting there at an office desk. Usually I make it a bowl of soup, except for dessert. I'm a dessert man. <laughs> yes? Yes, sir. Michael Bedone, sir. Um, who are you picking for the NBA champion, sir? Oh. <laughs> Somebody here said the Celtics. <laughs> no, I'll tell you, I don't get enough time anymore to keep track of, of what's going on uh, in the leagues and even then in, in the uh, college and university ball. So uh, I just 
usually kind of have to wait until they find out uh, <laughs> what, what has happened instead of predicting. And besides, you know in the present job I've got, I'm not supposed to have any favorites. <laughs> Somebody else? Nothing about the budget or the... <laughs> well... Well, <laughs> you're worried about being a high school graduate in 1964. I graduated in 28. <laughs> Did you say I signed your? Oh, I... oh, for heaven's sake, yes. Now I do remember. Yes. Well, glad to be able to do it. I don't get to do things like that very much anymore. I think about the last time I got to hand them out was at Annapolis and then shook a thousand and fifty hands. <laughs> Again, from May of 1987, from Camp David and the president there, kind of giving a Thanksgiving message, so to speak, as soldiers there were having their meal. And finally, from November 26, 1981, early on, obviously, in the presidency of Ronald Reagan, he delivers this as part of a football game message, of course, on Thanksgiving Day, 1981. I hope you're all enjoying today's game. From football to turkey, Thanksgiving Day really is a chance to be with friends and family and enjoy the good times together. But I'm sure that sometime today, the thoughts of all of us will turn to the real meaning of this, our first national holiday. And I'm sure that in our hearts, we'll all feel a deep gratitude for this much-loved country of ours and the blessings that have been conferred on those of us who call ourselves Americans. You know, the meaning of the American experience is that freedom only prospers where the blessings of God are openly acknowledged and avidly pursued. This is also the beginning of political wisdom. It's what Thomas Jefferson had in mind when he said that the God who gave us life gave us liberty at the same time. It's what George Washington, our first president, meant when he said, of all the dispositions and habits which lead to political prosperity, religion and morality are indispensable supports. And a famous French observer of America who came to these shores and put it simply about our strength as a nation, America is great because America is good. You know, I've always believed that in the simple prayers of good people, there's more wisdom than in all the carefully laid plans of great leaders and more power than in all the mighty armies of the world. So today, I wonder if I might ask each of you either alone or even better when you're together today to say a prayer of gratitude to the Lord for watching over our country all these years and ask him too to guide us through these perilous but exciting times ahead. Thank you and from Nancy and myself and all of us in the administration, happy Thanksgiving. Have a wonderful day and God bless. That wraps up our program for this week. Take care, and we will have another episode for you coming up next week. Join us for the regular program as we now get into the giving season, Giving Tuesday coming up, Colorado Gives Day as well in the next month. And uh, please consider military charities for your tax-deductible gifts. Three that we most certainly have supported on the program, honorbell.org, taps.org, 
and AmericanMilitaryFamily.org. For our producer, Michael Arpaio, and all of us connected with the American Veteran Show, have a happy rest of your Thanksgiving holiday, and we will talk to you next week. Remember our troops. The American Veteran Show is a copyrighted production of Mountain Time Media Group, LLC. All rights reserved. For more information, visit AmericanVeteranShow.com. Join us next week for another edition of The American Veteran Show. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/get100 and use code get100. That's code get100 at prizepicks.com/get100. For a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.